0: And I really found it eye-opening how many people were completely unaware of this benefit that they could get incontinent supplies at no cost to them under
1: their Medicaid benefit. You know, have you ever wished you had someone that could help you navigate the Medicaid process and connect you to the right products? Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Chante. welcome to Parenting Special Needs Live. Well, today you are in luck because Janet Firestone is here to share five basic things all parents need to know about Medicaid, plus three secret tips. Janet Firestone is the National Medicaid Account Executive for Tranquility Incontinence Products. She's worked directly with Medicaid recipients and their care coordinators to help them get the incontinence products they need, and she's been doing it for more than 25 years. Today, Janet is here to help us lay out the basics and share the tips she's learned to help parents understand the Medicaid process, benefits, and coverage. Welcome, Janet. Thank you for being here because this is something hey, I think hey, all hey. parents need to learn about. Great, good to be with you. So, can you share kind of can you outline the basics of Medicare, Medicaid for us? Because sure, I think sure. that's important for parents starting out, or you know, maybe some parents don't know it that are even in it. Yeah, and you know, maybe
0: I'll just share a little bit about my background and how I got to this place. Right, so. Right. I kind of had like a unique journey that has kind of helped me understand and how to navigate the whole Medicaid incontinence benefit. So um, years ago, I worked in home healthcare and I provided care coordination of clients who needed incontinence supplies under their state Medicaid benefit. And I really found it eye-opening how many people were completely unaware of this benefit that they could get incontinence supplies at no cost to them under their Medicaid benefit. So, that led me to working kind of on the DME medical supply side, where we assisted case managers and families and caregivers and individuals with getting those high performance and content supplies under their state Medicaid benefit. I got a question. What's DME? That's a durable medical equipment. So, that's actually in one of my tips a little later on. All right. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. So, then kind of what happened was um, as you Mentioned in the introduction, I now work at Tranquility, we're a USA manufacturer of high-performance incontinence products. So I guess I have a really unique understanding in how products are manufactured, how um, DMEs get the products and build Medicaid, and then of course how the individual qualifies. So you know, with that being said, let's go through some tips. Okay. Please. So um, I thought maybe we'd talk about like five general tips. So first of all, tip one: What is Medicaid? Right. So Medicaid is a government program that provides health insurance for over 76 million Americans. So that coverage could be individuals with disabilities, low-income seniors, maybe um, low-income families. And then people often confuse Medicaid and Medicare. So a simple way to think about it is Medicaid is the state program, Medicare is the federal program. So an important thing is children with special healthcare needs or complex healthcare needs they may qualify for Medicaid individually on their own. So it's always important for parents to investigate any potential benefits that their child could qualify under state Medicaid. So tip number two. So does Medicaid cover incontinence products? So the short answer to that is yes, in most states, right? So Medicaid benefits typically cover incontinence products for children with complex healthcare needs, or seniors or disabled adults. And each state will have like a specific set of criteria and they'll have qualified diagnoses. So most of the Medicaid incontinence benefits will begin at like, let's just say, age three or four. So if you have a healthy, active child who's learning how to potty train and you're going to the grocery store and you're buying products for them, they're typically potty trained around 18 months, maybe up to like three years. So the states really kind of seem to recognize that. And so the benefit usually starts at age three or four, because what they're seeing is if a child's still wearing products, let's just say at maybe age three or four, there's probably some type of cognitive or physical disability that's going on. And so they would need products. And so that's the age they become eligible for. So if your child's already on Medicaid and they um, have a qualifying diagnosis and they turn age three or four, check with your state because that may become the year that they become eligible. And then tip three, how do parents know what incontinence products to order? So many of the parents I work with, they'll say, well, I you know just need diapers or I need pull-ons. And they don't understand that there's all different types of diapers and pull-ons. There's all different types of levels of absorbency and there's different sizes and all those things, and you know, again, typically children with any type of healthcare need or special healthcare need or complex healthcare need, they're going to need products that are more high, uh, more absorbent. They're going to need a higher performance products. And then you have products that parents are usually not even aware of, things like booster pads. So booster pads are one of my favorite things to recommend to parents. It's a little insert pad. It's a flow-through pad. A lot of parents call them um, diaper doublers they boost the absorbency of the diaper or the pool on. And then those are t- products that are typically covered by Medicaid. And you know, booster pads are great for like overnight use. You know, um, you know kids that have complex healthcare n- needs, they might have really heavy bed, you know, soaking through uh, incontinence uh, at night, so they need that higher performance products, and we all know as parents that we just talked about is you know getting that uninterrupted night of sleep is great for the parent and the child, right? And then there's things like maybe under pads. Under pads are a wonderful thing for like protecting the bedding or reducing changing linen. And again, those are types of products that could be c- covered under a Medicaid incontinence benefit. So I always encourage parents talk to your supplier understand what your state allows and what kind of products that your child may be eligible for so that you can get everything that that would help you in their care. You know, I get parents who say, well, I'm just getting diapers or I'm just getting pull ons but I'm going to the store and I'm buying the underpads and I'm buying the booster pads. And I'm like, well, did you ask the supplier? Because maybe you qualify for those things, right? So, so you tip number know about it in
1: order to ask though,
0: right? Yeah, exactly. So it's so important to just ask, what are all the things that I can get? And explain to me the different types, and they will. So tip four. So what is the first step to receiving the Medicaid and benefit? So once your child's on a Medicaid plan, you want to talk to your physician and get a prescription. I have parents who call me all the time and go, okay, my physician just gave me a prescription. And now what do I do with it? So Basically, what you're going to do is that's where it all begins. You're going to start working with your Medicaid insurance plan. You're going to start working with your physician. And then you're going to start working with your supplier so that you understand the criteria in your state and all that is needed. So, as I mentioned, each state might have unique criteria. It could be, you know, one state says, well, we only need a prescription from the doctor with a qualifying diagnosis. And one state might say, well, we need a prior authorization. And the other state might need a letter of medical necessity. Again, that's why it's so important to have a really good relationship with your supplier. And then tip five, how do I work with the Medicaid incontinence supplier? So as we asked, you asked me earlier, so there's many types of Medicaid incontinence supplier, something called a DME, which stands for Durable Medical Equipment or HME, Home Medical Equipment. So these companies might offer a full range of like medical supplies and medical equipment, Or then there's companies who just focus on incontinence supplies and they'll specifically help you with the different types of incontinence supplies too. And then of course, sometimes pharmacies or drugstores will help parents navigate that benefit and get those incontinence supplies they need. But whatever type of incontinence supply uh, provider that you choose, you want to make sure that you have a really good relationship with them, that you want them to really be helpful to you. And so that they, help you navigate the process. They're gonna help you get the documentation that your state requires. They're gonna help you talk to your physician so that you can get all the, the, meet all the criteria that's established by your state. And then of course, again, children with complex healthcare, they, you know, these parents have so much to deal with. They're gonna be going to special doctors. They're gonna be going to special therapies. Sometimes they go to special schools. There's all these things in their daily world so they want that company that's gonna take charge, help them understand the benefit, help them navigate the process, explain to them all the types of products that might be available to them. And that is so important. So those are my five main tips.
1: I have and, a question on one of those, can we, I wanna ask because I just sure. wanna sure clarify a couple of things. So, okay, so let's say for example, um, my daughter has an issue uh, and I go to the doctor, and he gives me a prescription for diapers. Now, let's say my daughter's older, so I have an older daughter that now is having an issue. Um, so she's past three. So, who do I call first, like with that prescription? Who, who, what first call do I make? Okay. So if she has Medicaid and
0: she's got a prescription from the doctor, you want to call a Medicaid, like a DME supplier, a medical equipment supplier. Or a pharmacy or a drugstore, and you want to say, "I have a prescription from my daughter's doctor, and he's recommending that we get, you know, pull-ups or briefs or whatever it is that that doctor is recommending." Okay. And um, she has the qualifying diagnosis of whatever that might be, and so that kind of begins the process. Okay, that's you know, why
1: I, I heard you say it, but I couldn't quite grasp right. it. I could take it. And to then, my and then there's some parents who they've actually
0: figured out what product works best for them along the journey before the child becomes eligible. And they they say, I only want that, I want that product. So that's where we recommend,
1: you know, look on the package, call that manufacturer and they'll help you find the supplier. Awesome, see, that's a great tip. Look on the package and see who the manufacturer is. Okay, awesome. Yep, yep, yep. So again, so the few little bonus tips like we talked about would be like,
0: find the right incontinent supplier. I mean, that can be a game changer. You know, you want a supplier who, again, is going to explain all the different types of products that your child might be eligible for. It's going to explain that there's, you know, things like not just diapers or pull-ons, you could get booster pads or under pads. You know, what other things would they be eligible for? And you want someone who's going to say, Here, you know, try these different samples. You know, again, children with complex healthcare needs they may need higher performance products. It's so important to keep the skin dry. And I'm gonna just share a story yesterday. I was talking to a mom yesterday on the phone. Um, The child had cerebral palsy and she was very upset because they had skin breakdown and she had just been put on antibiotics. And where they determined was the product that they were using was really not absorbing the high level of uh, incontinence that she had. So it was like she was soaking through the product and there was all sorts of, you know, issues that they were dealing with that were kind of like those things that you don't see. You know, it's like you have a wet product. Now you have wet skin. Now you have an infection. You have skin breakdown. You're now on antibiotics. There's all these underlying things that occur that, you know, just by having a better performing product. So we encourage people, talk, talk about the different types of products. Talk to your supplier, like, what are the sizes? What are the types? What are the you know additional things like booster pads and those types of things? So I can emphasize the importance of really understanding all the product options. Don't just settle for, hey, here's some diapers or here's some pull-ups and you know, mm-hmm. that's it. Like talk about everything that you
1: might qualify for.
0: Okay, and then I again, ask,
1: I want to ask a little, I wanna ask a little question too about a scenario because years ago I interviewed a sister. Okay. So um and her mom and her brother had autism, which that's sometimes uh, people with autism also have incontinence. So, or, I mean, it's everywhere, right? So- Oh yeah, yeah. So she, um, okay, so if you were a person that's not quite in it as much as your main caregiver, right? And now you're coming in, but you have to kind of help out. Would it be like, okay, if if my mom um, had a product, like, you know, the package of diapers, would I look on that package and the phone numbers for the manufacturer would be on that product?
0: Typically,
1: um, yeah, they typically are. <laughs> and that's who I would call because like, I'm thinking if you just came in, right, to help out, you're not going to know everything that a parent knows, um, right. but you might have yeah. to step into those shoes. And so yeah. you might need to, so it would be on there. So like if it was uh, certain diapers, it would have the manufacturer and you would call them and they would help advise you as to what yep. you need to do as far as getting everything set up. We get, yep. I work yeah, at a manufacturer. that's good to know because I wouldn't yeah. necessarily think that if I was just coming in, I wouldn't necessarily think to call a manufacturer and say, hey, how do I get help, right? Sure. I mean, no. Yeah, I know no, that they typically have customer service departments that will help you kind of navigate
0: their process and find a supplier of their products in, in a particular state. So, yeah,
1: no, you awesome. know, we get
0: calls every single day. Just like I said, I, you know, I dealt with a handful of calls yesterday where people are saying, you know, this is the only product that worked. and. You know, we know we're the parent, we're the one, you know, living this life. And, you know, that my child has cerebral palsy, like we've come to this conclusion that this is the only product that works and we need your help. And so, you know, that that's, you're the one navigating the process. And so, you know, I, I can never emphasize that the Medicaid benefit belongs to your child or to the individual. So, you know, if you're not happy with the Medicaid plan that you're on, or if you're not happy with the products that you're getting, ask what other plans you might get on or what other products other parents, you know? I always, the parents all talk to each other. And I think that one of the things I've always noticed over the years is that, you know, if one parent really likes a product or they really like a service or they really like a Medicaid insurance plan, they'll tell every other parent, you know, right. that there's no greater advocate than a parent. I always joke, I call them armies of one, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they, no, they, I hear you. yeah they learn through experience and then they start sharing all those types of things. So again, it's just, it's, it's understanding that there are a lot of product types and sizes, you know, you know, I get parents who call me and say, gosh, I'm going to the grocery store and I have bought the largest size diaper or brief or, or pull on for my child. And, you know, I can't fit them in anymore. And, but the next size I can see at the store is the adult sizes. And so understanding that there's youth products, you know, we can help you find youth products that are in between that, that. They sort of bridge the gap between baby diapers and all the way up to adult uh, diapers, or maybe baby pull-on, you know, the pull-ons or toddler pull-ons all the way up to adult pull-ons. So you know, there's just so many types. There's bariatric products, there's large products, there's you know, we we like to find products. A lot of parents prefer products that have four tape tabs, you know, because that way, if the child you know maybe isn't uh, uh, confined to a bed and they lay in on like a side position and they have a skinny leg and a larger leg, you know, there's just little things that parents pick up over the years that are so important to, you know, do your, do your investigate, ask for free samples. That's one of the best things. Your supplier say, Hey, give me a sample of every option I have in my child's, you know, size or type, and then decide which one works the best. And if none of those work the best, then maybe call some of the manufacturers, the products that you like have them send you a sample, and then have them help you find a supplier of that product. So really, you know, you, you, the, the benefit belongs to the child. It's individual needs. It's not a cookie cutter, you know, option where it's just, hey, here's what you get, and just, you know, live with it. It's like, let's help parents find the actual product that works best for their child. That is the most important message.
1: Yeah, that is, I I have another question, um, and maybe you can help me with, because I'm just thinking that a lot of um, the, especially these parents that I'm aware of right now, have dual roles almost, it's kind of like they're the sandwich generation, they're also helping aging parents, Yep. Uh, and I I know we were speaking about children, but would it be the same for aging parents that might need these services too, would it be similar, maybe not exactly the same, but similar process that you would? um, Very,
0: very similar process, you know. And then in some states, you know, maybe there isn't the coverage for like adults or seniors, but then again, there's a lot of programs that are called like waiver programs. And some of those waiver programs, you know, we hear people say, well, my um, child or my parent got their incontinence supplies under Medicaid, but then waiver helped us pay for things like wipes that, you know, we were going to the store and buying just one little extra thing that, you know, the waiver might help us with, or there's, you know, there's swim products for youth and adults. A lot of you can, you know, find those in a grocery store. So swim products for youth and adult that might be covered by a waiver. So they can go to a special summer camp or they can go to their therapies and things like that. So yes. yes.
1: The same now, is that something you guys might advise to Like if someone called you, is that something like you might say, Hey, you need to Sign up for this waiver in order to get access to this? Is that something that? Um... Well, I think as a manufacturer, there's so many different waivers. So that's where, you know, uh, working closely,
0: uh, like if you work with your local um, county uh, health department or maybe your um, boards of disability, developmental or intellectual disability, there's just all these different social services, offices on aging. I mean, the social services that are out there typically know how to help you navigate, you know, getting on a specific Medicaid or finding different waivers that might help. And gotcha. you know, talking to those social service agencies, and again, talking to parents, you but know, some yeah, of the talk to parents, ask yeah. Them. I, I learned, right. you know, 25 years of of learning is really majority of my learning came from the folks, the parents, the caregivers that I talked to.
1: You so know, don't be because, afraid to ask. Well, you
0: mentioned you mentioned autism. Um, I was working with a school down in um, Florida, and they uh, were a special needs school, or they had children with autism, and they wanted um, they wanted products that would be absorbent enough that they had to minimize their changes because there was some, you know they didn't want to be changed frequently. They had some combative behaviors. They wanted something that felt more like, you know, underwear. So that, you know, there was sensory issues and stuff like that. So there's all these things that can be taken into consideration that when you're choosing a product, that what is that individual's specific needs? You know, yeah. do they have sensory issues? Do they have, you know, do they need a certain size? Do they need higher absorbency? Those types of things, because they don't like to be changed and they get combative and, you know, those types of things. So there's so many things to think about um, uh, other than just, you know. Hey, it's just some diapers or briefs or pull ons right. or disposable underwear type of thing. There's
1: so many things. No, I appreciate it. Well, I can't thank you enough. Was there anything else you wanted to share that I didn't ask you about? I know we covered a lot in here. So nope. hopefully yeah. I answered all your questions and hopefully we yeah, you did. Some- I'm sorry, I threw out a couple of extras, but as they were coming to me, I was just thinking of things. No, like- that's great. I love it. So no, that we can remember kind of cover stuff because you never we talked what about it, We're all armies of one. Yeah, we're all, all armies of one we are so um i can't thank you enough so thank you um everyone for joining us today on parenting special needs live and in case no one has told you today you are doing a great job um it's hard work be good to you talk to you soon bye